Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And guys, it is the first Sunday of the month, which means as I'm dancing, I'm dancing on, on Zoom with my. With I'm my, trying to dance with you. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm dancing on Zoom because, guys, the first Sunday of every month means the special timeout edition of the Parenting Show with my special guest co-host. We got Miranda Malisani and we've got Sarah Blackwood. And ladies, before we get into it, and like, I'm so excited just because the timeout edition, we just talk about whatever we want. And I just want to jump right into it. But it would be rude if I don't ask how you guys are. I haven't seen you guys in so long. How are you? Good. It's like forever since our last time out. I feel like really need, I really like twice a month, Pina would be really nice. <laughs> Extra vent session. Something I think know. About. Well, last month it was a total vent session. Um, but you know what? Sometimes we need it. Hence the time out. We need a time out. Us mm-hmm. parents need just a, just a break. And June also means that uh, we're getting closer to the end of the school year. Mama's. Aren't you done already? Aren't I know. You? I'm like kind of ended so for us, like now, no? in March. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarah, last um, time out show, you basically said that the, the kids are, they're done with it. So they're done, done. They're, they're well, done, done, done. <laughs> honestly, it's not even them. Like if I had said to them, like, here you go, you got to go online every day. They would do it. I just, I can't, I can't. I have like my husband and I run four businesses right now. And like this last couple of, well, year and a half now has been really, a lot of changes have happened. So it's, you know, if I, again, if I got them on there, they would sit there and stare at the screen, how much they're learning. I don't know, but yeah, I just, I don't, I can't, it's, I just can't like there's, we did it two times over through the first two lockdowns, like legit. I had whiteboards and all these booklets from stores that I bought for creative writing and grade two and SK writing and practice and all that and did all that. And then I was just like, I can't do it again. It was way too much. So either like, so either I give up what I'm doing with my work and move fully to home because it's a full-time, like you're already over a full-time job raising kids. Yeah. Right. So you're already over a full-time job, just raising them. Just yeah. making sure that they stay alive. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, totally. You know what? My kids are my kids are doing it, but I am I'm just tired of it. And the same thing, like I'm trying to work. I'm trying to work. Yeah. And right now, like I know their education is important, but first yeah, off, of course. what kind of quality of education are they getting right now? And second, um, we're gonna be in a bigger storm <laughs> to put it nicely <laughs> if I don't work at all yeah because exactly. I'm not I'm not getting paid by the school board nope. <laughs> no benefits from the school board you know what I mean for teaching them you're paying those taxes though girl you're paying those taxes <laughs> I know what is wrong with this picture so anyways it is almost over it's almost over and I can't wait and um I, I think they're going to go back. I think they're going to go back. I think he, that whatever the announcement's happening, hmm. these surprise announcements, like <laughs> surprise. what is the deal with the surprise announcements? 
Like if you're going to completely shift the way that an entire economy is running, why are you making that decision and not telling us until two hours before a certain time? Right. Well, we'll announce something like in a day or two or three, like we'll let you know at some point. And then it's like, here you go. Here's your surprise. It's so ridiculous because it perpetuates that same fight or flight in survival mode. Don't know when the ball's going to drop. And everybody's already so tapped out. That and that's surprises are the worst. Miranda, you hit the nail on the head. That is exactly it. Um, two weeks ago, I had a panic attack, like ridiculous, full blown out panic attack. Um, something triggered me. And it wasn't just one thing. It was a bunch of little things that just kept on like, you know, add this to the pile, add this to the pile. And then one thing just triggered me. And I was in bed that morning and I started to cry and I'm like, not thinking anything of it. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm crying. But (laughs) then it got out of control. I couldn't breathe. My heart started to race. I started to sweat. Like guys, I have not had a panic attack in years and I don't think I've ever had one this bad. Yeah. And at that moment, All I wanted was for someone to just not even say anything to me, but for someone to come and hug me and hold me tight. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm realizing, I'm like, this is the problem. We can't even have that right now. And if I'm feeling like this, how many other people are feeling like this? It is ridiculous it's out of control and yes these announcements do not help do not help with our mental health and state of being we're Um, so connected from like you know there's this acknowledgement oh everyone's under more stress but these decisions that they're making consistently these poor decisions are showing that there's a total disconnect and a lack of regard for people's mental health, even though they're saying, take care of your mental health, but we're not going to do the things we need to do to make sure your mental health is okay. Well, you can't. Um, no. So, you can't. No. You're not allowed. <laughs> no. Um, Pino, when you said that, and we were talking about your panic attack before too, I remembered something after the fact, and because um, we had a conversation when that, after that happened, and there was the five tips on how to ground yourself while you're having a panic attack. Because when I used to be on live TV, I had panic attacks all the time and nobody knew. And it was like, I felt like I was like, like crumbling inside. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's like five, four, three, two, one. So five, you have to look at five things. So make contact with five things in your site and register them. So it's like glass of water, chicken, <laughs> like, you know, like whatever your kid, whatever. <laughs> so I have chickens. Um, so, and then four is here. So what four sounds are you hearing right now? Three is smell. What three things are you smelling? And then, uh, well, I missed one. So what is our taste? Uh, what's the next one? Would be- Five, four, three. And then you need a two and a one. Yeah, so one is taste, two is, I can't remember. What's another sense we have? Oh, touch, touch something. Okay, so touch two things, hear three things. Uh, no, anyway, I'm messing it all up. We're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna post- All the here. senses. <laughs> All the senses, you get the gist of it. So you go five, four, three, two, one, tap into your senses, register things. And then when you get to your taste, you should be like helping to ground yourself in the moment. And that's really what it is, is you have to see it through, right? It's a physiological response when you have a panic attack. And the worst thing you can do is try to stop it from happening. We just have to try to soothe ourselves in the moment, right? 
yeah, you have to just honor yourself and, and just get through it because I feel that if you do try to stop it, it'll only make it worse. It's like putting a bandaid on it. You know what I mean? So let it out. Um, but Miranda, when you were talking about the five, four, three, two, one, just now, and the one being taste my head right away, I'm like, yeah, nice gin and tonic at that time <laughs> probably would have helped. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. So I get it right next time. Maybe an edible. Yeah. Why not? You Whatever know? you know, is your choice. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I feel like, I feel like we've all hit that mark, you know, once or twice or maybe three times in this thing. And I feel like, I don't know if it's, we need more women out there that are helping make these decisions. I mean, I'm all about respecting what needs to be done. Absolutely. No one wants to be in this pandemic anymore. Absolutely. But I mean, anyway, without getting too deep into it, it's just, I feel like the surprise, the, the anxiousness that we're all feeling in these up days up to an announcement is so much. It's like when you're pregnant and you want to have a girl and all you can do is think about whether or not it's going to be a girl. And then you go get the paternity, whatever test. Yeah. Yeah. And the ultrasound boy or vice versa. And then yeah. you're like, you've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this moment. And like, you know, can bless it with Romeo. I cried for three weeks because it was, he wasn't a girl, but that's because I already had two boys. Anyway, <laughs> we don't need any more surprise moments. So if you know the decision a week before just tell us. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And, and really practice what you preach. If you're, if you want, if you're concerned about the mental health of Canadians, let's make sure you make choices and decisions <laughs> that can actually help people in the day-to-day. Like you said, yeah. instead of like shocking people in decisions, give them an understanding, speak in a way that, you know, they can, under, you know, feel better. Pina, I found it. Five okay. things you can see, four things you can feel, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, one, something like that you can taste, one thing you can taste. So there you Five, go. Four, three, two, shot, shot chocolate of cake. <laughs> chocolate cake. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah. That's what, that's what we got to do. But you know what, actually, that's really useful and helpful, Miranda, because there's a lot of people, you know what I mean? Like, just wasn't me that had this panic attack. A lot of people actually reached out to me because I wasn't on stories um, that day. Yeah. So then they were just like, hey, is everything okay? It's not like you not to be on your Instagram stories. And so the following day I, I addressed it and I went on and and I'm like, hey guys, I'm here. All is good. I just had a, a sh- day I had a panic attack and I explained it and it was really crazy because even for the days even for a full week following up or yeah following after the fact if someone asked me about it like I could not talk about it yeah it was just so crazy so Miranda I'm going to definitely like write those things down because I think that uh I think that would totally help it'll just get your mind thinking something else and being in the present moment, which I think is what you really need to do to ground yourself. Like you said, and if that doesn't well, work, there's so much, then maybe the aliens will help us. I welcome these. That aliens. would be a second. Come take me. <laughs> Come take me. We are talking about whatever we want today, guys, because <laughs> it is the timeout edition of the parenting show with myself, Miranda Malisani and Sarah Blackwood. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more 
of nothing right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now back to the parenting show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the parenting show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca, and it is the special edition. It is the timeout edition of the parenting show. It's uh it's the show that happens once a month, the first Sunday of every month with myself, Miranda Malasani, and Sarah Blackwood. And we just talk about whatever we want, whatever's on our minds, whatever's bugging us. If something happened that was like super awesome and amazing. That'll be the day when we can actually look back and be like, we're out of lockdown. But for now, <laughs> we're not. So <laughs> late, actually, ladies, going a little bit serious now. So we're all moms. I have three. Sarah, you have three. Miranda, you have two. And last week um, in the news, we learned about the 215 Indigenous children. Guys, I don't know about you. But this has stayed with me and it is like, I can't get rid of this horrible feeling. Have I been living under a rock? Oblivious to all of this. And it's been going on forever up until 1996 when they closed the last school, which 1996 isn't that long ago. No. I mean, I think Pina, we're all feeling that same way, just that pit in the bottom of our stomachs like how could this possibly happen and then how could this possibly happen to children and that's like the that's the part that really not only that but it's kind of being told like you know these children have been found dead when these children were murdered this is a mass murder yeah and it's so tragic it's, there's no words, but you're right. We all do our due diligence to focus on different communities, different parts of Canada, different parts of the country we're living in and outside of this world, right? I think that we really do forget how horrific some of these places are for Indigenous people. And, you know, it's so crazy. It's so, it's, there's, it's again, there's no words. It's a it's insane. Can't, it's can't actually how, remember. why can't digest are... it, right? No. In that, what haven't we heard about yet? And I think that's what yeah. we think about it. Like we hear the story, this is what's being shared right now. And it's horrific. And what don't we know? What are the other stories? Where are the other, what else has happened? And now we really need to open up our eyes. Like um, I saw a post and it was, you know, let's say at the NHL playoffs. Okay. And it was, we um, have a moment of silence, but yet the national anthem is played right afterwards. And yeah. there's disconnects happening left and right. And we need to slow down, back up and really take a look, a bigger look. And everybody needs to be accountable. Right. Absolutely. There's this girl that I follow on Instagram and I can't, I can't remember her name, but she's from the indigenous community and she does these really amazing posts and she does it in this really beautiful way. And she talks about culture and history and, and, you know, good things and bad things and all the things that are happening within different indigenous communities. When I find her, I'll, I'll send you guys the link for her, but um, that, you know, these are the types of things that social media is is good for in a sense is kind of like 
giving people the ability to share information, whether or not they're giving out or handing out or taking in the right information. I think that's where we're really faulting right now. Um, you know, but not so much to do with some of these things that are real, you know, like this is real, this really happened. Well, I came across a TikTok the other night. Um, her account is Sherry.McKay and she's an, she is an indigenous woman. And in her TikTok, she had like a little blurb, a little quote from CBC Town Hall Forum, uh, Regina. It was dated July 3rd, 2008. And it was by this woman, Irene Favel, who was 75 at the time. And she went to a, res- a residential school um, from 1944 to 1949. And uh, she was saying that like, it was a rough life. They were mistreated. And she talks about, I'm going to, I'm going to warn everyone listening right now. Um, if you're really sensitive to this stuff, maybe you just may want to walk away for like a minute or two. Um, because what this woman said is, I don't even have the words. Okay. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go into it. She says there was a young woman and she was pregnant from a priest there. And what they did, um, she had her baby And they took the baby and wrapped it up in a nice pink outfit. And they took it downstairs where I was cooking dinner with the nun. And they took the baby into the furnace room and they threw that little baby in there and burned it alive. All you could hear was this little cry. And that was it. And you could smell flesh cooking. How the f*** is that okay, allowed? what unknown unknown how is that happening over and over and over again and it's still happening i don't even have words there's there are no words like i can't like i was watching this woman's tiktok and i was like holy i can't even like i don't the thing is the 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 huge challenge in all these scenarios when they, when we hear of these, what can we do? What can we do? Um, and there's this helplessness often, like, we know, we're hearing, we're collectively sharing, we're starting to become more aware. Now what? Mm-hmm. You exactly, know, exactly, Miranda, you nailed that. What can we do? What can we do? I don't. And, and that's the thing. I, I, I don't know. I don't pretend to know. I'm not educated on this stuff. You know what I mean? Like I said, when I first brought this up, I feel like I've been living under a rock. I've been living in my little bubble, you know, and I'm just trying to, I'm here trying to hide out from COVID and bitching about my COVID life. Meanwhile, you know, you know, this, the the climate of the last like year of 2020 has been a breakdown of societal structures and breakdown of the things that were covered. And now they're becoming uncovered. And so, you know, like in any tower moment in life, when we, when things come to the surface and you understand, you start to see this, things really have to break down to be rebuilt again. And we need to mourn and and grieve and and understand, like really share collectively and help carry the burdens of these situations. But now we got to, you know, have, we got to work towards change. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not, (sighs) sorry guys. I didn't mean to put a downer on this. So important though. It is so important say those things like we all you have to share we cannot shelter each other anymore we have to know right and yeah 
And like that story that I just shared, I even debated, like, I was like, oh, do I say it? Don't I say it? But I think that as hard as it is, we need to talk about this stuff because like you said, otherwise history will repeat itself. And that's the big thing. Everyone's saying it's history. It's history. Guys, the last school was closed in 1996. Yeah, that's not history. That's, I just watched like a movie from 1996 and I felt like it was a movie that came out last year. It's not history. No, The other thing, too, is that they were saying if they were to lower the Canadian flag Mm -hmm. every day to represent, like, you know, to honor all the lives lost in these residential schools, the Canadian flag would be lowered for 11 years. Jesus. Guys, for those of you listening at home, the parents, you guys know, like, we're parents. We have kids. We love our kids. Um, our kids mean the world to us. We just, I think the best thing we can do is we need to have these conversations and we do need to talk about it. Bottom line. Yeah. I think it's the only way that going forward, we can make a change, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I don't even know like where to go from this. I know. Like, let's talk about something happy. I'm sorry. I'm like changing gears here, but we need something a little bit happy right now. Who wants to take, who wants to take the the wheel from me? (laughs) Well, you guys were talking about all the planet stuff. Tell us about the planet stuff. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Retrograde is happening right now, right? We have what, Pina, three planets in retrograde? We we currently have three planets in retrograde. So Pluto went into retrograde um, a little while ago. Saturn went into retrograde May, and now Mercury's in retrograde. Pluto and Saturn will be in retrograde for about like about five months each. Thank God Mercury is only about four weeks. Okay. okay, Hello. I'm pretty pretty (laughs) sure I've asked you that you guys both this before, but can you, for us, can you basically t- talk about what that is like, but for dummies? Cause I've had retrograde explained to me a few times and I still don't know what it means. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So retrograde is when it appears as though those planets are moving backwards. Um, so it's kind of like when, you know, when you're in your car and like sometimes a truck there's a goes bus, by, uh, yeah, there's a bus beside like, but you're both like going at this weird speed that one looks like it's moving when it's really not. Mm -hmm. So that's what the planets do. So from our point of view down on earth, um, that's what retrograde is. So they appear to be going backwards, but they're not. But what that means for us is that like, for example, example, Mercury is the planet of communication is the planet of like, it's known for technology and travel. And so it'll mess with those things in your life. So right now, right now, maybe don't sign that contract. Wait a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, purchasing a house, making travel plans. If your technology starts to like, you're dropping calls, your computer's acting up. Back up everything. Yeah. I blame Mercury for it. Same. Uh, You know, you know, I, I, I read something um, actually this morning and it said, so we know that Mercury retrograde is the time where our exes will pop up. We'll get messages from old friends. 
So I read that. Um, so a lot of the times things that come up during retrograde are to heal. You have to go backwards in order to heal the future. So there's one component there, but the other thing is, is that we try in retrograde because communications off to really like we're controlling about other people, but all you can do is control your own reaction. So if you really focus on yourself, other people have to focus on themselves. And I think that that was one of the best things I heard. Right. So there you go. So Miranda, it's all about like the working on yourself, but yeah, a lot of things from your past usually tend to pop up during retrograde. Um, and each planet going into retrograde means different things because each planet represents different things, you know? Um, so that's, I don't know. So that's retrograde. Okay. Yeah. So it does, it does weird bottom line. So we had a, a lunar eclipse and now we have a solar eclipse on June 10th, which means this is eclipse season, right? So lots of heavy, strong energy, lots of shifting. Okay. You know what? Don't go anywhere because we're going to talk about eclipse season. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. <laughs> this is the parenting show. It's a timeout edition. Canada right needs another Radio. season. <laughs> <laughs> right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is our special timeout edition with my amazing guest co-host Miranda Malisani and Sarah Blackwood from Walk Off the Earth. And guys, we just talk about whatever we want. Right before the break, we're helping Sarah understand what retrograde is. But Sarah... <laughs> Then Miranda just sprung something else on us. It is eclipse season. Do you know about that? No. Yeah. Miranda, I mean, late on her. Do we, do we need another season? Is it going to help our summer go longer? That's what I want to know. I know. I hope so. So we, so we had a lunar eclipse, which meant it was one of the strongest like moons of the year. And so basically they had said that before the eclipse, it's like pre-eclipse and post-eclipse. So whatever happened during those days, like you're different on the other side. So then now we're going to go into a solar eclipse and it's a con conjunct in Mercury. Like we talked about Mercury retrograde. So the focus is on your thinking and communications again. And basically like, there's the expectation that there'll be more interaction in your neighborhood um, with your community, I mean, this makes sense right now. Things start to open up. This would like, everyone's going to be so excited to do that. Um, but it always comes down. The eclipse season is like magnifies everything that's going on in your life. The patterns that you need to change, the behaviors, the situations that keep on popping up again, everything. It's like a magnifying glass. So you can't expect during eclipse season to be, you know, having to deal with things that you had to put to the side. So really that's, I think that's what we expect. And when it comes to communication, expect there's going to be some miscommunications. So be extra slow, careful to respond. Don't and respond when you're pissed. Right. Read so, over the texts and emails like a million times. Sarah, yeah, a million times. got contracts coming in. I know sometimes it's hard to like push off a contract for four weeks. So just. Okay. So, so what you're saying. over. So what you're saying is we're going to get released out of lockdown. And then you're going to be like, hold on, wait, take a second and just try to chill. <laughs> and we're all going to be like, restaurants, yeah. And I think the thing is, you know, what's interesting. So to tie in those conversations you had before, even the very serious stuff during eclipse season, the truth bubbles up. Secrets are harder to keep. 
Deception comes to the surface. So anything that is like under the surface, let's say from a societal level, from a personal level starts to come up. And so I think that that's the interesting part of eclipse season is that things that you did not expect to hear or see or whatever are coming to the surface. Oh, I kind of excited. That's kind of exciting. I like it. I like it. Um, I I've been seeing talking to, I, you know, I mentioned TikTok earlier. I've been seeing a lot about this stuff on TikTok and you know, what's been coming up for me on TikTok a lot. Cause I will sit at night and I'll go through my for you page and, um, and it's just like a mishmash of, of stuff that comes up, but I came across a video of these two guys. It was a clip from a podcast and I actually put it on my Instagram stories, um, last weekend and did a poll for it because I wanted to hear from the guys. So these two guys are doing this podcast and the one dude says to the other guy, he's like, when a man meets a woman, whether he realizes it or not, will put that woman in one of two categories, either she's fun or she's a wife. So I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, this is interesting. I want to... I want to know if it's just these two guys that think like this or if there's more. So I put up a poll on my Instagram stories and the majority of guys actually said, no, there is absolutely no truth to that. There were a few guys that said yes. Then it made me think of those people who said, yes, I wonder if they're married. If they're married, does that mean that their wife is no fun? (laughs) Like think about it. I know know, I categorize a woman. She's either fun or she's like wife material. Okay. But Pina, do they mean fun? Like the kind of fun that we're talking about fun or do they mean fun for like a, you know, like a quickie or something like just someone that they can call at any time and have like a, you know, fun. Yeah. Like is fun running around flashing your titties or is fun (laughs) like going out for dinner and eating a really delicious meal and having some wine and laughing and maybe smoking some weed later and then watching a movie. Like I actually yeah, asked Johnny that, know. like, I, I, I like that. I, I, I really wish that we had known how many of them have wives and how many of them don't. I know a lot of people that are in relationships that they love being in, whether they're, they're of course, they're not happy every second of the day but they're yeah. a good match. And, and I also know people who, who, probably are not as happy as they could be, you know, and whether it's because of themselves or because of the person that they're with, that's hearsay or whatever the term is. So like I asked Johnny, I was like, is this true? And he's like, what? No, I have so much fun with you. Like you're the person that I love to have the most fun with. And, you know, obviously he can't imagine being married to anyone else. So like, (laughs) (laughs) a wise man so if you don't like you know those I think those guys just haven't been able to score the the double whammy yet. yes yes, yes. I agree with that Miranda you asked um you asked your partner in crime as well yes Mike too and he said like no he's like that's what he, he basically what did he say I told you he said that you know like Cause I was on the phone with you guys. I'm like, Miranda, ask Mike, <laughs> ask Mike. I need to know. But what was his response? I can't remember. Pina. He's like, no, that's definitely not true. It's not one or the other. It's like, it's just like what we were saying just now. Yeah. Like it, it's really just what you should, you can, I mean, with your partner, if you're not having fun with your partner, you're not with the wrong, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. 
now there was another TikTok that came up about relationships. And I swear, like, it's so interesting. So I sit in bed and I'm usually like after I smoked a joint or, or had an edible. So like my brain is really going. I'm like, oh, this stuff is just so intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most insane, amazing information. <laughs> you know, like, wow, it's so deep. <laughs> But okay, I'm going to I'm going to tell you guys what it is. Then we're going to take a break and then uh, it'll give you some time to think about it before we come back. Okay. So the other TikTok I found was a guy. He had it more he was speaking more to the men in the relationship, not the women. Uh, but I think it goes both ways. It it could go both ways. Um and and we'll get into that part after, but basically what he said was that if you're in a relationship, you're in a committed relationship with someone, even if you're talking to someone, it's a respect thing. You do not go and like or comment someone else's photos, someone of the opposite sex, their photos. So I'm going to leave that with you for a second. We're going to take a break and then we're going to come back. And I want to know what your thoughts are on this. I like it this. is the timeout edition of the parenting show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to us on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are tuned into The Parenting Show and it is our special timeout edition. It happens once a month, the first Sunday of every single month with myself, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca and my amazing special guest co-host Miranda Malisani and Sarah Blackwood. Ladies, before the break, I told you guys about this TikTok that I came across and the gentleman in this TikTok, he targeted more towards men in, in the relationship than the woman and said that if you are speaking to um, a woman or you're speaking to, we should just say partner, right? Um, if you're speaking to someone, you've got a partner, you should not be going and liking and commenting other people's photos. Like other, uh, other potentially... I interesting guess. people or just like yeah like so if we're going to be politically correct I, you're not going to say like someone of the opposite sex I guess someone that maybe you find attractive okay so that someone you might have a little flirty you know yeah. like so what do you guys think like I think so many areas in this space right like there's it's yeah. such a great area like social media like there's you know you have your industry and you want to support people and you want to like there's, you know, you have your community of people and they can be whatever gender, but the problem is, is if you're seeking out, if you're just doing it on the purpose of like, so say if my boyfriend was just like looking at bikini models and liking it and whatever, like, yeah, there's some etiquette there. I think like, what do you, what are you doing? Um, yeah. Like maybe what change if- the people that you're following a little bit, you yeah. know, now that yeah. we're here, just like, okay, but hold on. <laughs> what's, what's worse ladies. Is it the bikini models that they're liking their pictures or is it someone they know and they're liking their pictures and Mm. say this person is like dressed provocatively or something Mm. yeah you're right Miranda this is a very gray area and what I've found within my own relationships but mostly because Johnny and I have now been together for 10 years like you know, whether it's jealousy or not, which, you know, a lot of the times it stems from something, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to find confidence in yourself 
And you'll know if something's not right, you'll feel it in your gut. And if you feel like you can justify bringing that up in a conversation with your partner, like, Hey man, just so you know, this doesn't make me feel great. Now you take that information and you do with it what you will. But like, I think when you're in a relationship, there's a certain, there's certain stages you go through, you know, where like, yeah, yeah, you might still be talking to an old ex or yeah, you might still be seeing what someone else is up to. And that's for both sides of the relationship. And that's the thing, like this guy in the video, he was like addressing the guys, but it would apply to the women as well. Like, mm -hmm. think about it. Like if your significant other doesn't matter whether they're male or female, it's just that, is it a respect thing? What's the intention behind it too? There you go. When you say like, you should be able to have a transparent conversation with your partner. It says like, this is a boundary for me and I need, I need you to respect this, or this is what I'm feeling. And then it comes down to the same type of thing in all, in any scenario in a relationship. If you have open communication and and full transparency and can handle when someone says something that bothers you and respond in a good way, there's no problem, right? Because you can adjust it, but it's the intention behind it. Yeah. The stuff that comes up on TikTok. I don't go on. I can't go on TikTok. I, it's too chaotic for me. It's like I I lost, you know, I caught up to social media as far as Instagram and anything that is only like 15 seconds or shorter. It I just can't do that like over and over in a row. It just I I, I can't do it. You're missing it under some really funny, funny days. Pina's gonna have to send you some too. She finds the funniest ones. I, I think it was last Saturday or Saturday she sent me one and I legit peed my pants. Yeah. Not lying. Like oh, I had to run to the bathroom because I was laughing so hard. There's so much <laughs> funny stuff out there, you know, but we, we just moved our studio and we're in like a more downtown area now. So I like honestly was looking out the window the other day and the area we're in, people come all the time. They take pictures with some of the stuff in this little village and they like go, there's tons of cool, it's like a little European downtown. Anyway, there's these four girls, five, four or five girls. They're like 13 years old, right in front of the window, doing a TikTok dance for honestly an hour to try to get this dance. And, <laughs> and then right after they sat on the windowsill, like, right. Like if they had turned around, I, it would just be me like this <laughs> looking through the window. And I was just like, they were, and then they were all just like this, like, like this and not talking to each other anymore. And so, so- Sarah's holding her phone up to her face because you guys can't see oh, it. Yeah, so that's right. what she meant by like this. <laughs> and I, and I text my friend and this might be a little bit too much information and maybe some parents will, will not like that. I say this, but listen, when I was 13 years old, I, I also watched the movie, the wizard the other day, by the way, which two 13 year olds travel hitchhike across the country with a nine-year-old boy with zero phones and succeed to win $50,000 us. Okay. So, and I know it's a movie anyway, when I was 13 years old, I was away from my house. My parents had no idea where I was. I was probably under a bridge smoking weed somewhere and interacting with my friends and having, okay, you don't have to do that, but like. Yeah. What is happening? All like, what are these? Da- they're not even good. I, I might sound old saying this, but like, I know a lot of professional dancers who are re- like, who are the oh. best in the world. Yeah. And these stupid, please just <laughs> let the 13 year olds go under a bridge and smoke some weed. Cause that's what they need to do. <laughs> Take their phones away. 
Sarah, you should have taken a TikTok video of them doing a TikTok video. Oh, oh my God, Sarah. They're 13. And then I like oh, this weird woman in the window, just like, oh, these 13 year old <laughs> girls are dancing in their tiny shorts. I can't take a video of that. That's also wrong. Oh, oh, those aren't, those that. aren't the ones that I watched though, Sarah. I should have walked watched... out there and given them a joint and been like, go do something with go your life. <laughs> go to the bridge. Here's a joint. Go do something with your life. <laughs> uh, and welcome to the parenting show guys, where we yeah. keep it real 24 <laughs> seven. My kids keep asking for a phone. No, here's a joint though. Yeah. You know what? I'm exactly like you. I, yeah, no, my kids don't have it. They're not going to get a phone. No. I mean, I like technology. I think it's great. I think humans advancing the way that we advance and how quickly we're, we're able to do it is awesome. Yeah. But that's not, that's not no. advancing in technology or in life. Yeah. Like technological advancement is destroying our interpersonal communication skills. Nailed it. Ah. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about. And we do it every month. The first Sunday of every month. It is the timeout edition. And before we know it, it's always done like it is now, ladies. Parents, I have a challenge for you. Go home. Watch The Wizard. It's from 1989. It's awesome. Jenny Lewis is in it. She became a great musician. Anyway, go watch The Wizard and rethink about where your 13-year-old is at compared to those two. And then if they're not able to travel across the country hitchhiking problems in the back of a truck with their nine-year-old kids and no phones and make money and like go into little arcades and make enough money to get across the country to win the Nintendo Armagon or whatever the heck it is, (laughs) then you need to start sending them to summer camp. There you go. (laughs) Advice from Sarah Blackwood. With no phone. (laughs) That is it for us. But we will catch you guys. Uh, well, I'll catch you guys next Sunday, 8 o'clock. And then timeout edition, first Sunday of July. Don't miss it. Have a great Sunday. Peace out, everyone. Peace.